handsome contest. Do another episode of the guys who talk about sports. What do we got? This is episode 79. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. All right, baby. I haven't been on for the past couple of weeks. Your boy's been sick dealing with some stuff, but he is back. You know, we got a great episode. I pretty much the only thing I've got planned to talk about is the draft. You know, we've we've got a whole lot to unpack there. We've got the commander's surprising first round pick. Zach was stoked about the drop back to the uh, to the 16th overall pick. I wasn't stoked about it. I feel like we should have gone a different route. Faraz, we'll get your feelings in just a little bit. Uh, first off, this episode is brought to you on all platforms by the guys who talk about sports, by Anchor and by Compass Rose Brewery in Raleigh, North Carolina. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with two Z's and on Instagram at Guys Talk Sports 101. Am, am, I, am I backwards on that? I think I got that. I'm doing this all from memory, folks. Um, you know, like I said, we got a hot one coming at you, but guys, we're at episode 79. That's going to be a tough one to, to name. Um, so I, I know who I want to go with, but I feel like you guys are both kind of nipping at the nipping at my heels to say the one player that we all know we're number 79. Um, so I'm going to open it up to the to the fellas. Peanut gallery. Yeah, yeah I'm going with Ty and Seki. Oh, that's actually what I was thinking about. Oh, I was thinking Eric Flowers. I knew someone was thinking that, so I was like, I can't go with Eric Flowers. Yeah, that well, that's why I wanted to open it up to you guys because I thought that I, that's who I was going to go with. Zach, are you going to be the odd one out? Yeah, I, I really don't think I have a 79. Oh, man. All right, well, do, do a little bit of third-party research. Who do we got? For some reason, I'm thinking of a Cowboys guy who was 79. He was pretty fucking good. Um, I want to say like Randy Gregory, but that's not right. I think he was 97. I think, yeah. yeah I just can't find one. I don't know, Zach. Maybe Dwayne Brown. On Brandon the... Brooks. Oh, oh, yeah. Brandon Brooks, the the Eagles guy. Oh. Ronnie Stanley. Oh. Stanley. No, no, no. I was thinking of somebody. Oh, oh. I'm upset. State. Yeah. Zach, Stan, you should be. Stan, yeah, Stanley is the, the tackle for the Ravens. Stanley for the Ravens. I was thinking that you said Staley, um, the left or the left tackle for the 49ers for years. No, isn't that that's Joe Staley, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that was Joe Staley. He was a beast. Um, oh, he was an absolute animal. Um now to the episode. It's the guys who talk about sports, presented by Anchor. He hoffed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. We've been watching Jeopardy, and there's like a 21-day champion on Jeopardy right now. Yeah, that bitch is smart as fuck. Yeah, Matea Roach. Shout out. Yeah, Matea. Wasn't Aaron Rodgers threatening to retire to become the ho- new host of Jeopardy at one point? 
Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a big old fucking pussy. All right. Um, <laughs> That's something we can talk about. That's something we could talk about. Did you hear what he said on the Pat McAfee show? He's useless. I'm going to put it that way. Yeah, so did you see he was on the Pat McAfee show, and he, he just was like, I was surprised that about the Devontae Adams trade. Like, I resigned thinking that he was going to come back, and I'm just like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I thought that was a pretty disingenuous statement for me yeah very good sat word um I, I think that's right on the right on the nose when i saw that on my phone it popped up it was, it was like aaron Rodgers surprised the devonta i'm like dude just shut the fuck up man yeah, just shut bullshit. the yeah. fuck up like yeah. we get it you have a platform and like like just shut the fuck up i love you on the football field it's awesome that you do that. If there are real things that you need to be talking about, please yeah. take a stance. I'm, I'm happy with that. Joe, I'm with you on that regard. It's like, if you're not spewing bullshit, go ahead. Right. Like, if you're spewing bu- bullshit the whole time, like. Exactly. Just shut the on, fuck man. up, Aaron Rodgers. Like, no, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Put your fucking foot down. Put some socks on. Stop clipping your goddamn toenails on live television. Get off of air, uh, Pat McAfee's show. Listen, I love Pat McAfee as he as a punter. I thought he, I think he's great as a commentator, but I don't think, like, I, I just I get annoyed by him. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just kind of in a weird way in my life right now, but I get so fucking annoyed by Pat McAfee. Like, don't take anything that he says on his show seriously. He's a pretty good wrestler. Did he see him at WWE? Oh whatever? my god! Yeah, oh, no, he's he's a great wrestler. He should, uh, yeah, he should definitely be considered a wrestler. That's some, that was some funny stuff. But no, I I totally agree with you on that in, in that point, Joe. It's like Aaron Rodgers. You've been talking so much these past few years, but it's like, what do you have to show for it? Right, you know, Tom Brady's. Um, he, like, let's compare him to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's gotten pretty active in social media recently but i mean that's because he left the patriots and bill belichick he started doing his own stuff mm-hmm. but at least he's been winning he won a super bowl right he's aaron winning rodgers has, yeah aaron Rodgers hasn't won a super bowl since 2010 hasn't been in the super bowl either that's unbelievable yeah i don't know you know what i, I may be wrong I, I could definitely eat my words i may feel differently another day but at the moment just shut the fuck up aaron Rodgers. just shut the fuck up so actually, speaking of the Packers, what do you guys think? I mean, they they went uh, Devonte uh, Wyatt, right? First round. Yeah, they went they went too defensive in the first round. Yeah, that's a bold move, but I don't hate it. Uh, I think that they needed a little bit of assistance outside of like, you know, Jari Alexander. Their defense was okay. They, they, their defense was decent they they could have stepped it up a little bit they could have gotten a little bit more pressure on the deep on the quarterback especially with um smith is gone right zadarius i'm pretty sure is gone yeah yeah so they saw preston right yeah but he but he wasn't you know to the to the caliber that they were hoping that he was you know he was still he was a good player you know and they were able to get that receiver in the second round christian uh Watson, I forgot Watson his last from name. South Dakota, yeah. yeah, yeah. North Dakota State, North Dakota State. Who I think yeah. is pretty fucking good. Yeah, well, um, ESPN put up a graphic of the last, I think, like five or six draft picks um, that the Packers have used on receivers, um, or like the highest pick that they've used on receivers. And I mean, the list was like 
Cobb, Jordy Nelson, uh, Donald Driver, Devontae Adams, and there's one more I can't remember who it was. Come on, Joe. Was it like Greg Jennings, maybe? Oh, it was Greg Jennings. That's exactly yeah, who that's the fuck what, it was. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Dog, let's go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. Dog, I gotta do this shit. I put a team on my fucking back, though. My leg broke. I don't know how the fuck I'm running right now, though. I'll do this shit for Madden. <sighs> I think I'm ready to hold the baby now. You know, North Dakota, North Dakota State players have been kind of up and down, I guess. Uh, Carson Wentz, who's definitely on the up trajectory. Um, and <laughs> Trey Lance, who we'll, we'll see about. You know what? Uh, I woke up today on the right side of the bed. I saw the glass half full. I'm not going to be hating on Carson Wentz today. I just want to put that out there. All right. All not, right. Not today. Because hey, I'm, thinking, not, cause not I'm thinking of our draft class, and I'm liking it. I'm actually pretty – I'm liking it. Dude, yeah. You know what? Great transition. Let's talk about the draft class. So, so – The uh, second round, the second pick. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's yeah. the one that's iffy, right? Can we all agree on that? But I do like it to death. <sighs> And before but, we hey, get into resign Tim hold Settle, on. you know, hold on, I mean? hold on. Before we get into it, so we're talking about the Washington Commanders' yes. um, draft summary after first round they drafted back, second round, you know, they made a couple, you know, made a different decent pick. They got their third round back when they traded back, so um, they picked up another couple players there. I think they did okay, but for us, as you're saying, yeah, Zach, we'll get to it. Okay. Why don't you uh? Why don't you uh? Why don't you eat your macaroni or whatever the hell you're eating? Uh, so I think the stat I saw about Jahan Dotson was he only dropped two passable catches or whatever. Some crazy catchable, number. catchable passes. Yeah, he's got like a he's a small guy. He's what five ten, five eleven, but he his catch radius is a lot bigger for his size. He's amazing in doing like the screens and like the end arounds and stuff like that. Like he can really turn it up a vertical threat. Mm-hmm. I like pick is this um the one thing that just sort of bugs me about it is like he just reminds me of curtis samuel it's like we just gave the whole bunch of money to curtis samuel obviously mm-hmm. couldn't stay healthy his first year here it's gonna be interesting to see how we utilize him with curtis samuel alongside terry you know that's the one thing that i have that i'm just, like curious about i still think it's a good pick i i am hopeful um, and I've got a lot to say. Zach and I were actually talking on draft night about this whole thing. And I've got to give credit where credit is due. Um, Zach called the first round for the, the Washington back. Commanders perfectly. Yeah. Like, like nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, it's it, it was it was like, you know, how I was going on a streak of having the Washington football team at the time winning games at game after game after game in the 2021 or no, 2020 2020 season is very similar to that level of freakiness. Zach, Zach called a trade back. Zach called a wide receiver in the first round. I don't like the pick. I don't, I don't, I think that, Getting um, Dotson, for one, I may be superstitious. And, um, you know, I may not be superstitious. I'm a little stitious. And the Dotson pick reminds me a whole lot of the couple years ago Dotson pick. Yeah. 
where we picked up this fucking wide receiver from TCU who is supposed to be a big vertical threat. I mean, yes, this guy is a short vertical threat, but still it's just, it, it, it doesn't see like, I didn't see him on any draft board of ours. I didn't see him on any draft board of ours. And I, I hope that I'm wrong by God. I hope you guys know by the time this is out, this is 79 episodes in. you've heard me on damn near all of them. I hope that I'm wrong, but fuck. So are you, are you more upset with the pick or the decision to trade back? The decision to go wide receiver. Okay. So you don't care about the trade back from 11 to 16. I wish. So what I wanted in our draft was to either go secondary or offensive line. The offensive line was so deep that I was okay with skipping in the first round. Okay. Okay. But the secondary Kyle Hamilton was on the table. Mark my words. Actually, Zach, I've said this to you in a text multiple times. I'm going to say on the podcast to just get it officially out there. Kyle Hamilton will be an all pro in the first five years of his career. So I think there's something that you should pay attention to. Um, and it, it's a trend in the NFL that's happening. It's uh, it's the not paying your receivers after their fifth year. And I think you've seen that with, out of all the people, the Tennessee Titans handled the A.J. Brown situation. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Tyreek Hill, right? Hollywood Brown, too. Hollywood right? Brown. From the Ravens to There's the another one. Yep. So it kind of makes sense to get a receiver in the first round because that is literally the best value because receivers are is one of the positions where it is very easy to plug and play a rookie. Now, it's a little bit more difficult for linemen because it is way more calls that go throughout and, like, you know, the reaction time to, to the calls are very quick, too, where receiver is you got a couple you got a couple routes per play, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess it is kind of reactionary, too, but I think it's a little bit more simple, you know, simplistic, right? You're not dealing with a five-man front. So I think there's always value in receivers. So I didn't really care who we took. I'm just glad we didn't take Olave. I think Olave was a reach at 11. So I didn't really, I thought, I thought 11 was like the worst pick to have in the top 15 because it was like we were going to be starting the run of bad wide receivers, right? Like at, once it got to us, it was all kind of like bad. Like I would have taken Wilson. Like I think if Wilson was there at 11, we took Wilson, but he wasn't. And I think same thing with, with Jameson Williams, right? Like that's who we wanted, but like, both of them win. I don't think Alave is that good. Alave was also a five-year player in college or four-year player in college. Sure, he was um, I think he tried. Not, not, right? not saying there's anything to look into that, but like, right. But also, uh, Dotson was a four-year guy. Okay, I mean, I, um, I just, I do, I do also think that Dotson is so, such a polar opposite from Dotson from. Um, yeah, they really are two different ago. players. Like yeah, they really are. Different. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, and I like the way we picked a player who has very reliable hands. Where, mm-hmm. like Deami Brown, I think we did more of like I thought because he was explosive. Like I didn't really think Deami Brown had that great of hands. I think this guy's got stellar hands. And also, I mean, the wide receiver core is going to be it's going to be tight again. I mean, 
you needed to bring in another wide receiver just in case Samuel's hurt again. I know he could be very similar, but you needed to give Terry an option. Also, they brought in a tight end who is going to be fantastic. I, I like the tight end pick, actually. Tight end was, the tight yeah. end is a fantastic pick. What was his name, Tyler something? Cole Turner, Joe what? I, I just I, – I don't understand how everyone is missing the just tragedy that is – the commander secondary, they're awful. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're awful. They're Joe, bad. Joby, Joby, fix. I don't understand about we never we didn't pick a linebacker. Lord knows I have no clue why we did. I have dude, no there, dude. I've been I've been reading I've been reading articles saying that they're super high on Cole Holcomb. I like Cole Holcomb. Though. I I I I I don't. He's not good enough to be the guy okay he's good enough to be the second guy he's, he's a good com- yeah he's a complimentary well, that's guy. not true exactly that's not true. well hold on hold on i i last year okay his rookie year he played well okay they didn't really give him that much he played like, okay but that's not but they, good enough you're not you're not letting me finish okay you're right you're right Nicole Holcomb played well his rookie year but didn't wasn't wasn't given the full reins then they literally drafted his replacement but then he outplayed his replacement the entire year. Like, we right, wouldn't be, be having this conversation about Jamin Davis if Cole Holcomb or that linebacker if Jamin Davis was good. So, like, I get what you're saying. But, dude, like, you already Okay, got- but this is another trend that the that the commanders are going after. Nobody had Jamin Davis in the in the first two fucking rounds. Yeah, yeah. Who, had, who had Dotson in the first round? Nobody. That's the f- – like – what is this game of thrones season eight? Oh, we're just gonna do fucking shit just to just to blow your mind oh we're gonna have Arya kill the night king even though she hasn't even fucking been past the wall no fuck you fuck that get us a good player who has a good i guess background in their position like stop you know what actually well i think let I me think stop the draft, myself the draft was good as a whole i think if you look at the individual picks it's shady it's shady. I think as a whole, it wasn't too terrible, though. For us, what so, you got, bud? So, yeah, um, this is what um, I was hearing before I made my mock draft. But apparently the goal for Washington heading into this draft was, unless someone like a Sauce Gardner, maybe even Stingley, it'd be interesting to see what would happen if he was on the board. But the goal was to suppl- like surround Carson Wentz with weapons. So wide receiver or O-line was for sure, a given. At least that's what I was thinking. Like, it's I really would have wanted Kyle Hamilton, but I mean, you said Dotson wasn't on anyone's like first round mock drafts or anything, but we saw the trend after that first receiver went. That was the domino effect. Receivers are going. I'm pretty sure the Packers like were pretty pissed off that they weren't able to get a receiver with their second first round pick and went defense again. I don't know exactly, but you know that's just how it was going. And I know Washington wanted to give Carson Wentz as many weapons, you know, surround him and put him in the best situation. So to me, the pick feels like a surface level pick to be like, hey, we're trying to get weapons instead of, oh, wait, we got this incredible value of Terry McLaren in the third round. Oh, man, we found this awesome steal of Stefan Diggs in the fifth round. You know, it, it feels like an optics thing. And I don't like that. I don't pick, disagree with you on that. Pick yeah. pick the best player available 
and you're not, and especially at 16, pick the best player available for the positions that you lack in. That's, that's all I've got. Zach, go ahead. So I've said this a couple of times. Okay, so I'm going I'm to I'm touch on two things. Okay. One, at what point are you not happy with the commanders? Okay, look, they draft first round defense for the goddamn past seven years, yet they're still the bottom five of goddamn defense, Joe. I don't want to hear that shit. No more Kyle Hamilton talk. Two, okay. Are you, are you still with me? So, one, don't draft defense. And two, okay, look, they could have, they, they could have went with the linemen. But, Joe, it's, it's a pony show. It's a good old pony show in the NFL. It, it is the air raid offense, and you invested in a quarterback. I would hope to God you'd fucking get surround him with stuff. You know what I mean? I don't care if it's a tight end. I don't care if it's a wide receiver. I don't care if it's a running back just to block for him. I don't, oh, like, like, that's what you, we got. You know what they also did? They signed another uh, guard from a Trey veteran Turner. guard, Trey Turner. Yeah. Uh, they also picked up a, another wide receiver, too. From the so, Panthers, yeah. Don't get, he's, I'm pretty don't sure get me started on that. I'm, I'm really, really. I actually did like the. Wait, can I throw in a little tidbit Harrison? back about yeah. Trey Turner, real quick? Seven-time Pro Bowl, right? I'm pretty sure he has the same amount of Pro Bowls as Brandon Sheriff, and Brandon Sheriff's getting paid how much money? Yeah, um, I'm stoked about Trey Turner. Yeah, so this I is, think that's a good move right there. And we, yeah, we, continue, uh, Zach. My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt you. This is and this is what we've been talking about. This is how you you build a team. Now, I also really, really really enjoyed our uh pick of percy butler um like that's a good spot to pick defense like we you finally pick a, yeah you pick a, you pick a, a speed true free demon. safety think thank god like we didn't need another we don't like and this was the other thing but kyle hamilton he, he, he's gonna be a strong safety in, yeah in, in the nfl like, our he's linebacker going to be yeah. and like we have cam curl and we'll talk about a good value pick okay like we are paying that guy second, like little to literally, we'd be paying Kyle Ham to probably like three times what Cam Curl's making on his rookie contract because yeah, he's in the first round, the right? Round. Yeah, because yeah. Cam so, Curl was what a sixth round pick, he's seventh a seventh round, seventh rounder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anything please, can happen. Please. I'm also excited for the third round pick, the running back. I think that was a fan. Oh, that, that's who I mean. That's who I really want to talk he's about. A beast. Yeah, I think yeah, let's talk about it. Brian Johnson Jr. Is that something? Is that Brian right? Robinson Jr. Robinson, Robinson. Robinson. Okay. I've got I've got the draft right here. If you guys have any questions, I got them. Yeah, just read them off, Joe. Read them off what we did. Yeah, actually, that was what I was planning on doing, but I feel like we were just kind of rolling well. So um, I'll just go through the the picks real quick. Um, and do you guys want to stop at each one? I mean, we've already started off a little bit here but why don't i go through them read through them and we can circle back to one yeah so our first round number 16 overall after we traded back um to get a few more picks uh we got uh see is is it john dotson or is it yahan yohan jahan i think i I say i think it's john i think it is john i (laughs) I'm, I'm partly fucking around, but also I'm not yeah. entirely sure. Um, John Dotson, um, 16th overall wide receiver out of Penn State. Um, and before I get any further, so um, I want to make a little bit of a point. So this is something that I was reading earlier. Uh, if you guys remember our, our first round pick from last year, um, you know, he, he kind of fell off into obscurity. Um, Jamin Davis he 
was a young talent. Okay. He did not play very much at Kentucky. Apparently the commanders took it in to the draft room to completely do the opposite of that. So they went with guys with experience. So, um, you know, earlier I was kind of going off on a little rant there um, and I stopped myself and I wanted to say that, you know, we were going after guys without much experience, but that's not entirely true. Um, this this draft class went after some pretty good experience. Dotson is one of those guys who actually refu- or, um, chose to go back to college for one more year uh, where he could have been drafted in the previous draft. So um, just wanted to put that out there real quick. I'm going to finish up our picks. So our first round, number 16 overall, uh, John Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. The next pick was our second round, number 47 overall, with Fidarian Mathis, defensive tackle out of Alabama, just adding to our depth of defensive tackles from Alabama. Uh, Our third round pick, number 98 overall, Brian Robinson Jr., um, running back out of Alabama. Fourth round pick, 113th overall, Percy Butler, safety out of Louisiana. Fifth round pick, and this is definitely going to be something that we got to talk at length about, fellas. 144th overall, Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. Um, Next, we got our fifth round pick, 149th overall, Cole Turner, tight end out of Nevada. Seventh round, um, number 250th overall, Chris Paul, point guard out of Wake Forest. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Guard out of Tulsa. Come on. Come on. Who, who knew, who knew a point guard out of Wake Forest? Chris Paul, baby. Um, we got our, <laughs> we got 10 picks later, the seventh round pick at 240th overall, Christian Holmes, cornerback out of Oklahoma State. And that rounds out the draft class for the Commanders uh, 2022 draft. So, yeah. guys, oh, go ahead for, for us. Sorry. I think Sam Hale's got to be the best value pick, right? I I would say either Robinson or Howell You're, oh, or, or Butler. I really like our Butler's three, four, pick. and five. Yeah. I really like our three, four, five. I, actually, I really like our second, also, like the second half of a, our draft. We had a second two, Cole Turner. Or second three, right? No, second he was he was fourth, Zach. He was fourth round, or sorry, fifth round. He I'd was like the lot. very end of the fifth round. I like him a lot. Yeah, like I said, I really like our last half of the draft. I mean, you know, we. we I wish we would have bolstered the, the the offensive line a little bit more than than the point guard out of Wake Forest, aka the guard out of Tulsa, Chris Paul. Um, but I, I I don't hate the draft. I don't hate it. I don't like our first two picks, um, but our our th- third through seventh, I, I I I like. I feel like we built well. I feel like we picked guys who, you know, potentially could have play a role on the team. Um, we've we've already talked at length about our first round pick. Now, guys, why don't we why don't we kind of get some structure here and talk? pick by pick so let's start off with our second round number 47th overall 
Fidarian Mathis, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Now, I know that the commanders have never seen a defensive tackle out of Alabama. So what do we expect? I expect a, a good run stopper, a disciplined player. I think um, he'll complement a lot of the, what you're trying to do up front. I think uh, rotating, kind of platooning, you know, the front, you know, whether you play a three-man or a four-man front, kind of platooning, platooning those guys kind of benefits, you know, Chase Young. And when we saw the impact, what it was when the defensive line was a, or a little bit thin on the edges, um, you know, especially you lost Ioannidis, I think you definitely needed to, and settle, you definitely needed to sure up a little bit more on the inside. Um, don't love it, but don't hate it kind of deal. Um, we'll see how he plays. If he if he has over five sacks and over five TFLs, I think I'm pretty happy. Fraz, what do you got? Oh, um, Zach, I, I don't think that it's a that it's a fro or uh, frozen. Zach, I don't think that it was a bad pick. Um, especially, I, I didn't like it in the moment. I'm not a super fan of it right now but I kind of get it. I mean, with exactly what you just said with the, with the departure of uh, Ioannidis and settle. And then with the eventual departure of De'Aaron Payne, this isn't a bad pick. Um, De'Aaron Payne, they're taking, they're not going to take his fifth year option. They're, they're done with him. He's not producing the way that he should be. He's fighting with Jonathan Allen, who is producing like he should be on the sidelines. He's more of a distraction than he is producing on the field. And you can get the same, you know, output that you do with De'Aaron Smith with a potential rookie here. So, um, you know, they're both coming from uh, the Church of Alabama. Uh, the Church of Crimson Tide, um, you know, th those players are disciplined, Zach, exactly. I think that it'll take a little bit of heat off of, you know, Chase Young's shoulders. Uh, Zach and I were talking the other day, and he asked me when I what I would be happy with with Chase Young's sack total. And I said 15, which is, that's a lot. Then I, I kind of backed down to 12. I'm happy with 12. But Zach actually made a really good point about um, Chase Young's effectiveness on the run stop. So uh, with that, if Fidarian Mathis can take a little bit of pressure off of Chase Young's shoulders when it comes to run stop, then I think he's going to be well worth the pick, regardless of his stats. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I understand. Uh, this is also another stat that I saw recently. Apparently, Matt Ioannidis, who we lost, obviously, played over 50% of the snaps on the D-line. So right. it's important to have depth there, mm -hmm. especially um, with all, you know, we don't know what's going on with Deron Payne's future. But the thing is, we could have re-signed Tim Settle. I think we could have. That second-round pick could have easily gone somewhere else, maybe even O-line, you know. I understand the need. Like, as you were alluding to earlier, Joe, like, you don't really want to draft for need. You want to draft for the best available player available. Yeah, I 100% agree. Zach, do you have any final thoughts on Federian Mathis? Uh, no, we'll just kind of wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a wait and see kind of guy, you know, which I'm not impressed. 
that he's the second round pick. You know, I don't like see, I don't like having a hey, well, you know, we'll we'll wait and see at at my second round pick, especially forty seventh overall. You know, second round pick where you're at like you know sixty some. I get because that's damn near a third round pick. But when we move on here, uh, we've got our third round pick, and what I think I'm most excited about. Um, I love Antonio Gibson. I think he was one of the biggest surprises I have ever had the pleasure of watching for the Washington Commanders. Um, you know, his ability to run and his and his toughness, yes, he fumbles too often, and hopefully he can turn that around. Um, having McKissick back and then having Robinson – I really think that we're going to be strong in the run game. I think we're going to be strong in the short pass game. I think that um, I think that Wentz is going to have a lot of the burden taken off of him. And I really hope that, and I, I really, I mean, Alabama running backs have done phenomenally in the NFL. Yeah. That's, and, that, that's just a fact. And you mentioned um, Antonio Gibson's fumbling problem. Brian Robinson didn't fumble once last year. And I think that was a major factor into drafting them. He's amazing in pass protection too. Have you mm-hmm. seen him fucking fuck guys up trying to blitz the quarterback? Mm-hmm. He is a physical guy. I think he brings something to the table that we don't have at running back. As much as I love Antonio Gibson's toughness, I love JD McKissick a little bit better. Actually. I think he's more versatile, but they're not like that, that brute force that you need. And I right. love that pick. I love it. I, I 100% agree, Fraz. I think that that is, is exactly what we need is kind of just a brute brunt of a motherfucker. Zach, what do you have on our on our guy, Brad Robinson here? Because, I mean, look, they're, they're saying names down here like Najee Harris, Josh, Josh, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris. I mean, those are good fucking running backs, and he had a weight behind them. Now the past season – he done pretty good run for about 1300 yards. He's, he's a good fucking player. So Zach, what do you thought? What are your thoughts? So uh, he actually is a hometown kid to Alabama. He grew up in Tuscaloosa. Tus- what is that wrong? You, you got it. Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Uh, he waited his time at Alabama. He um, played his role, you know, did his, did his time and uh, got his opportunity and made the most of it. Uh, pro style running back you know, physical, you know, can pass block, run between the tackles. Um, hopefully, I, I, I'm not sure how well he can catch the ball. You know, I'm, I'm excited for him to come in here. I think he adds a different dynamic to that running back room that's needed. I think you know, it's interesting. Do you, do you carry four running backs with Jared Patterson, the undrafted free agent? Or they also have this other guy, Jonathan Williams, that they like. So he was undrafted last year and kind of made the team. He got some carries at the end of the year too. So that's quite interesting as well. I think the wide receivers are going to, it's going to be a very competitive roster. Tight ends just got a lot tighter. Samus Reyes literally just lost his job. Well, that's the thing, man. That's the thing with that pick. So why don't we, why don't we shoot down to that, to that tight end pick? Uh, We, I mean, we've got a whole lot to say about the one. 144th overall pick in Sam Howell, but he's a red zone. He's a red zone threat. He's a yeah. Sure. He is a stud. Yeah. 
Okay. Don't, I did. You know about what? Adding a red zone threat, mm-hmm. Joe. We don't have anybody who's over six two on our wide receivers. Right. So mm-hmm. what do you do, Joe? You get you get a six six freaking tight end and can catch anything. I dig it. I dig it. You're right. I just I and just he can line up outside. You can line up anywhere. He's like a Darren <sighs> Waller. I literally was listening to uh, uh, his interview with uh, Grant and Danny. They were asking him what his player comp was. Would you want to take a guess what he said? I'll take a guess. Um, like what? Like Jimmy Graham? No, yes, that was exactly right. Jimmy Graham. Really? And then, no way. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he would also compare himself to uh, to Darren Waller. I was like, mm. I can I can dig this. Scott Turner flew out there with Joe. Guess who? Coach Castillo, the tight ends coach. Um, and they literally drafted this guy well they were there and they worked out Carson Strong in Reno and um I guess they really liked I guess it's kind of funny because you'd imagine Carson Strong think you know would think they were there for him because they were a new quarterback and they ended up taking the tight end instead so that was quite interesting um, that's funny I saw Ron Rivera say something about they didn't even visit uh Jahan Dotson or like have a visit with them because they didn't want to tip their cap I don't know if that's cap based on what he said after the fact, but I swear. do you guys really think he was like up there on their board? Like it's just literally being realistic? lying. Lying season is, is all of the drafts. That's all. So. Yeah. Nothing is true. It's yeah. It's all, it's, it, yeah. It's all whack. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, by the way. Yeah. Under, under, under uh, seven sacks. Did you guys see the NFL got mad at the lines because they put in their pick too fast? <laughs> no. No, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, so like I'm assuming the NFL is trying to milk all the ads they could during the draft or whatever. I don't, I don't understand why else they would be mad at the Lions for putting in their pick too fast. But yeah, I mean, think about what's five minutes in ads. Oh yeah, I mean the NFL. Oh man, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Well, you guys sold me on Cole Turner. If he doesn't turn out, then I'm quitting the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, he's still our number three. Like, we still have John Bates and Logan Thomas. Like, John Bates. Really I like Bates developed. a lot. Yeah, John Bates is a really great like blocker. Bates, Bates is I a know. great blocker. So, like, you add that guy in to catch ball, like, badges, fucking fantastic. I like right. Logan Thomas a lot, but he can't stay healthy. That's his he problem. cannot stay healthy. That was the thing. I was just looking at the depth chart. And Zach, you're 100 percent right. Sammy Reyes just lost his job. That sucks. I've I've been rooting 100%. big time. Joe, Joe. I've been rooting for Joe, did him. You, did you see him play at all last year? I was about to say, did he even play? Was yeah, he, like on he, special teams? he did. He did. It wasn't it wasn't very good. He he looked awkward. He looked bad. Yeah. He 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 looked I mean, you know how like like you can tell if, if somebody doesn't play football. It, well, you know how you can tell if somebody's never ran before. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, he, yeah, he's just he's like the physical specimen. He's got the exactly. Big body, it's 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 like it's like if awkward you took, looking. Like yeah, it's yeah. It's like if you took a bodybuilder and told him to like run a hundred yards. Yeah, I, that's I got what you. It, that's what it <laughs> frankly looked like. But I was rooting for him, and I I, I was too, and I I like him. I like him a lot. I think that he's actually um I because I follow him on Instagram. He's a he's a really good person. And that's why I think I'm rooting for him big time. But okay, you guys sold me on Cole Turner. Like I said, if he doesn't pan out, I'm quitting the podcast. Um, and I'm I'm suing you guys for taking the name. Um, but after that, <laughs> before before all this controversy, 
We haven't even picked Cole Turner yet. We've had the fourth round pick, the 113th overall with Percy Butler, safety out of Louisiana. Um, this was four rounds too late, in my opinion. Yeah. Not, yeah. not Percy Butler, but um, a safety, a secondary guy. I think it was far too late, um, but I'm glad that we got there. I'm glad that we got some people. So, you know, I, I like small school players. I like small school quarterbacks specifically, but small school players, they're, they're, they're good. They're tough-nosed guys. They clearly made an impact to the point where NFL scouts took notice. That says a lot about them. That says a lot about their play. That says a lot about where they're drafted. So um, I'm hoping Percy Butler works out well. I think that, you know, he, he's got a great opportunity ahead of him. If he doesn't, you know, capture that opportunity, that's on him. But, you know, I'm, I've got, I've got high hopes for my guy. Fraz, what do you got, bud? You, you guys have no idea how much I love this pick. I think our defense has been missing a true free safety for so long. I think we've always been trying to plug in strong safeties like in that position and be like, yeah, hopefully everything else will like, you know, work. So like he doesn't have to do that much, but like our secondary has been a liability for mm-hmm. how many years now? Mm-hmm. Forever. And I'll say this, Butler, he's sort of like a, a one trick pony in that regard, but I'll take a one trick pony in the fact that he can cover the mm-hmm. deep, the deep, whatever you want to call the back end of the, yeah. the field. He's a true free safety I love it. He can cover a lot of range. He's a little iffy on tackling, but I think he's not like scared to tackle. So, you know, I think you can fix that. Yeah. I I, I love the pick. I really do. In the fourth round, I think he was actually like pretty up there and like, and just for safeties regardless, you know? Yeah. He obviously isn't a Kyle Hamilton, but. You know what? The, the more we talk about it, guys, the more I'm feeling a little bit better about our draft. Um, I've also, you know, been getting further and further down the wine bottle um so that that could be the 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 reason um but i mean you guys are selling me uh i still think hamilton is going to be an all pro i could be way wrong but i really think that he will be um and i think that we're going to be kind of kicking ourselves for that pick but if this works out then i'm going to be eating my words big time Zach, what what's your uh, what are your thoughts on Percy Butler's? I think he can fly. I think we need a free safety who can just run. He's not a great run tackler, but hopefully he doesn't have to. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the thought on that. We just need him to cover. So I also we um, also I guess I'm getting ahead of myself but on the subject of defense. Uh, we also drafted Christian Holmes in the seventh round. Um, from Oklahoma State, which I I do enjoy. I you know I think it just brings in and for the love of Christ, can we just get rid of Troy Apke? Like, what are we hanging on to? <laughs> he survives the roster cuts again. I I don't even like anyway. Yeah, that 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 guy. Hey, that blows. safety that we drafted in the fourth might give him a run for his money as Gunner. Apparently, he was to- really good as a Gunner. Apparently that dude was really good as a gunner. Good because they Ab- moved him. Abke is fast as fuck. Uh, he is okay. Can't play. Let's just put all the cards out on the table. All right. Uh, no, Abke's yeah, gonna he's gonna outlive suck. us all. Like shit, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's crazy. He's gonna be on the Commanders after we 
giving up on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. No, Zach. I. I. Apke's got to go, but. Um. I, yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's talk about a little bit more interesting of a pick, and I think what we all really wanted to talk about. Um. Fifth round pick, 144th overall, Sam Howell, quarterback out of UNC Chapel Hill, a.k.a. North Carolina. Fifth round. Yeah, crazy. Fifth round. This guy was being projected all over the place. Bailey Zappi got drafted before him out of Western Kentucky. I am stoked with the value. Um concerned with the value <laughs> i i feel all sorts of ways this guy really really was talented at unc um he he knew how to he knew how to get players like diami brown um the ball he was he was able to do it he was able to turn unc's program from a middle of the road ACC team to a contender for the title. Um, so, I mean, by no stretch of the imagination was UNC a top tier program, but, um, you know, they were top 25 for, for a decent amount of time. So I think Howell's great, great value. If we took him one, I'd be livid. If we took him two, I'd be pissed. Three, four, five, we got him at five. I'm more more than happy with what we got. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I had him in my top five when I did my quarterback rankings. I think so. And it's crazy because if the draft happened last year, I don't know if he elected to do one more year of college football or if he wasn't ineligible or whatever the case may be he would have probably been the number one quarterback taken if we go back one year time and he lost a lot of his weapons. He was like not really surrounded by a good team in North Carolina and he still put up pretty decent stats. I, I don't understand the drop off. Obviously quarterbacks didn't get taken in the draft. How a lot of people I'm assuming necessarily thought at first because where did Malik Willis go? He went in the third to the Titans. So a lot of quarterbacks, you know, it was speaking this was, of which we got to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So the quarterback carousel in this draft was really weird because only Kenny Pickett was the only quarterback that went day one, which I'm assuming surprised a lot of people. So, so let me I'm fine give, with the value here. Yeah, I really give, am. Let me give my little two cents about this. Fine with the pick, like the pick, but the only thing that the pick does kind of, kind of rub it in your face that they wasted a fifth round and just traded it to the Panthers for Kyle Allen that we're just releasing now because we have Sam Howell. So that that's cool. We never got to see him play at all. So I enjoy that. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Allen sucks. But we gave up a fifth round is what I'm getting for. I don't care about – I care about the decision. And then, it's a very, it's a very lateral move. Right? He just kept getting hurt, right? Yeah, you know what happened yes, we did. But, we, yeah. we saw him on the field a few times. But a fifth round, like, that asking price was way too high for me back then. And it still is. And I was just upset. Just three years later, just see how it played out. And then and it failed. Because <laughs> we're picking yeah. the quarterback in the fifth round. That's all. Yeah. 
there's, some, there's actually something I want to ask you guys. So apparently we we signed 13 undrafted free agents, mm-hmm. which was more than the first two years of Ron's first two years combined. What do you guys think about that? I like it. I mean, create yeah, create competition. I love it. Create competition. I the only the only position I'm concerned about with competition is quarterback because I I want Carson Wentz to not have someone breathing down his neck. But exactly, yeah, I don't think Carson Wentz can really handle adversity like that. I agree. I think yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what happened in his last year in Philadelphia, right? Did they not draft Jalen Hurts that year? Um, it was his last year. Yes, that they had him. Yeah, and obviously we know what happened with Nick Foles. And they fucking Big built a statue of them, you know? So I can understand that to some degree. But Damn. Like, yeah. Could you imagine walking into your pl- place of employment? Yeah. And they got a statue of someone else out there. And they got they, the yeah. statue. Oh, it's oh, like, my oh, my God. They got a statue of, like, the like the temp that works under you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's got to crawl under your like you know that's got to that's got to rub you the wrong way. Come yeah, on, like, let's be honest what the about that. Fuck, were the Eagles thinking? <laughs> like, I mean, that was that was their first Super Bowl win, right? Ever. So yeah, I, it I, was. I understand it. I guess. It was. I get it. You got to put you, you got to show some respect to Big Nick. Big Dick Nick. Yeah. Um. He's well, got to yo. He's got to compartmentalize that in a healthy way. Um. Not just or a productive way. I mean. And, well, and yeah. I think that this I. I think that the pick of the fifth round, you know, tells Carson, hey, we're picking your backup. We're, we're, we're I not, hope he doesn't we're think not, it that way. No, no, no. He doesn't see it that backup, way. Backup, not replacement. Yeah. yeah. Backup, not replacement. Yeah, because in, in the ideal world, I don't want to see him suited up once because we got Heineke still. That's right? what, yeah, dude, I think that this was Heineke's replacement. Yeah, so this is a, like, Yo, Wentz, take care of your shit. You don't have to worry about that. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm that's why I love the pick at five. Because I mean, if we had it at four or three, yeah, three I, might be interesting. Three, yeah. three would be like a uh, maybe. You know, because remember when we traded up for RD three in 2012, we still drafted Kirk in the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, that worked out to our benefit, but, you know, we never know how this stuff's going to work out. But in that yeah. same draft, two quarterbacks, you know, so. That's a good point. Wow. Yeah, I really I hope forgot about that. I always yeah, forget about that. That's that's actually pretty crazy if you think about that. That is fucking nuts. And it worked out, though. So I really hope Carson Wentz doesn't be too overly sensitive about that. I'm sorry. You know, just. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't think he would be. because I hope, I hope not. Because he is his backup. And at a fifth overall pick, that's that's a backup. That's not that's not a potential starter. Yeah. That's a backup. Fifth round, yeah. What um, Desmond Ritter got picked in what the third round too? I don't think. Uh, yeah, right. uh, he's going to Atlanta, right? Yeah, Atlanta. So that might be a little bit more interesting because Mariota was a backup until just now. So that is exactly that's going to be an interesting kind of development there i think it's definitely going to be fun to watch speaking of quarterbacks who were picked who who the fuck does ryan Tannehill think he is like who the fuck does he think he is saying i'm not going to be his mentor go fuck yourself 
Like, this okay. is a competition. No, go fuck yourself. This is a kid who's being drafted in the NFL. You have had an opportunity. You have done well. This is a third-round pick, and you're going to say, hey, fuck this kid. Publicly? No. No, okay, no, no. no. Yeah. Publicly? Fuck that. Fuck that, I, Ryan Tannehill. I've always been on your side this. at damn near all times. Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck that. Malik yeah, Willis, I hope he wins that job, and I hope Tannehill doesn't play another fucking snap in the NFL. Oh, wow. I, I'm pretty sure Brent was defending him like a couple weeks ago, right? Did we not? He was like, Tannehill's a top 10 quarterback, and I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's name some of the quarterbacks that are better than Tannehill. Yeah, right we, we, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but saying all that, I think I might have to disagree with you on this one. I'm mm. sorry. Yeah. It is not Tannehill's fucking job to fucking mentor a guy to take your job over. That's I'm not, sorry. but that's it's not sorry. what they're asking him to do. They're asking him to, to be a mentor to the NFL. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I get, I don't know. I, it's you know weird. what? I guess, you know what? I, I, that's how I interpreted it. That's how you interpreted it. But the thing is, I can we could be like, way wrong. No, the thing is, I can understand where Tannehill is coming from because we, we talked about this previously. I don't think Tannehill is a top 15 quarterback, so I can understand where he's coming from. He's insecure. He's scared. He's like, okay, they just drafted this guy. He's going to come replace me. So I can understand. Well, with that fucking mindset, yeah, good. I mean, what did Brett Favre do with Aaron Rodgers? What did Joe Flacco do with Lamar Jackson? You know, like, it's nothing new. That's that's It's nothing new. Right. And what happened with Brett Favre? He bounced around and sucked. What happened with Joe Flacco? He's bounced around and he sucked. Their predecessors were, or their, um, they're not predecessors. They would have been the predecessors. What's the word? Well, for we can talk about Alex They're Smith su- and Patrick Mahomes. They're at least successors. Alex, Alex, Smith actually, Alex Smith actually wanted to help Mahomes. Right. Yeah. That's how you handle that. And yeah. then you get opportunities elsewhere. And those opportunities potentially pay off. Potentially might not. Who knows? But at least you're seen in a better light than Tannehill is being right now. In, in my opinion. People may see it differently. I don't. I think that you know, he could have handled this a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You know, it, it, I think I'm, I'm assuming he got asked the question directly, right? I, I, I didn't see the press. I just saw the, like, the answer. But like, if someone was like, yeah, what, like, you know, if a reporter was like, how much are you going to do to, like, help him out and stuff? Like, I can totally understand where he's like, yo, he's a grown, he's a grown dude. Like, I, it's not my job to, like, help him out. Like, my job's, you know. I can I see can, that. You know. You know, I, I can see my, I, I can see myself saying that in my own, yeah. in my own professional career, I could be like, oh, <laughs> if I were being interviewed as a, as, as my, my actual profession. So what, what do you plan on doing with, for this new person at your job? Um, nothing. Yeah. Last time I checked, I'm still, you know, my, yeah. my, my key card still works at the facility. Yeah. I'm still here. Like nothing. I mean, I'm going to be friendly with them. I'm going to, you know, if, if I'll hold the door for them. Uh, but, that's uh, crazy man i don't know no i i agree that that's a good point but it's also the nfl it, he you know he, he doesn't work a, a temp job like i do uh like um i mean alex smith is a alex smith is like a, a rarity in my yeah opinion. alex smith is a rarity but he's also viewed in the public eye as a like everyone loves him yeah he's a great guy right even before his acl or his leg broke into a billion trillion pieces can i ask you a question because we never really heard about this 
how influential do you think Aaron Rodgers is in the development of Jordan Love? You think he helps him out? No, I think that Aaron Rodgers is a shithead. And there we go. So yeah, I mean that's not a good thing. I I, I don't like Aaron. Yeah, Rod- I don't I mean, think it's he... a good thing either. But yeah. Like, it's like let's just not let's like you know single out Ryan Tannehill just because you got to ask that question. I pr- I'm pretty sure that's pretty like out there. You know. Yeah. I don't know. No, Ryan Tannehill has been nothing but a but a pro for the past couple of years. Um, I do hope that he, he keeps playing football. I've actually actually I think that I was in support of Tannehill a couple of weeks ago. I. I, I mean, not were, yeah. not not saying not saying that he was a top ten quarterback, but saying that he was a good quarterback. I think he is a good quarterback. In fact, I'd actually be happy if he were on the Commanders. But really, but I I wouldn't be sad about it. I mean, I, I'd take the the very similar stance that I am taking with Carson Wentz. I think they're relatively similar quarterbacks. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I just don't like the attitude of like. You know, oh, I'm just gonna leave him out to dry. Okay, we got Zach back here. I really love to hear his input on this. Zach, so what's so what are your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill um and his and his response to Malik Willis being drafted? So I don't know if you did you see anything about it? I hate Ryan Tannehill. It's called record. <laughs> So anything that he says, I hate. If you're a professional, although it's not a fun thing to do, you do the right. I mean, I don't know. I've always thought, like, I don't know. Like, you're going to teach him anyway. Like, you, you playing well teaches him, right? Like, that's a, being a mentor. You sucking is not. So, like. I think that's what he said, though. He was like, I'm not going to go out of my way to teach him stuff. But if he learns stuff in the process, then that's good. You know, which I think. Yeah, but that also doesn't create a very good culture. And that's a great way to lose a locker room. They also drafted his replacement. They also traded A.J. Brown. Yeah. That's yeah. That's 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 frustrating. Okay, I could see that. They drafted a guy though, right? Then they draft like Traylon Burks or someone like that. Literally like AJ Brown 2.0. Okay. Literally like, same build, same. That was his comp. And... Yeah, but um, AJ Brown is a proven wide receiver, whereas Burks played at Arkansas. And for this many picks, Joe, you can get AJ Brown. Yeah. I would have fucking that's what I'm saying. I would have taken AJ Brown. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, did you hear what I did you hear what I said at all? You're gonna have to pay him. (laughs) Yeah, AJ Brown has got 25 million a year. We still gotta worry about Terry, dude. If AJ Brown has got 25 million a year, I think Terry's gonna get more. That's fine. Pay him. Pay him. Who else are you? Yeah, I mean I'm kind of with that since so I can pay him. Okay. Pay him. Oh my goodness. Pay How much all. are we gonna pay him though, dude? Pay him all. Who cares? Guys, oh. Terry seems like a reasonable person though. I mean, like maybe we're from on the outside looking in and I could be way wrong, but like pay him enough money, but like also uh, you know what? Actually, never mind. That's that's not how the real world works, Joe. Got to come back to reality. Yeah, that's I, not, like, I love the guy, but like that's not how football not works. I get it. I, those guys. 
But like that's not his uh, fault. Yes. What? That's not his fault though. How many quarterbacks? Yes, better have production v like if you take into account the quarterbacks that he had. Yeah, that's what I say. Like it's not his fault. He's played with how many quarterbacks in yeah. three years? That's not his fault at all. He's a great receiver. If he was anywhere else, he probably already had would have gotten his contract. Yeah. Well it's unfortunate that it happened here. It is unfortunate for every player who ever gets drafted to the commanders. We better not let him go though. I'll say that. <laughs> I'd rather I'm sorry. If he doesn't like I franchise tag him before I let him go. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I agree. Did you guys see um RG3 ran a four four eight forty the other day? And <laughs> now did. he's getting the NFL calls. Really? Yeah. Good for him. He shouldn't he shouldn't leave his his yeah, he's doing fine. What he's doing. He's, he's, he's doing just fine. I think that RG3 should do what he does. Um, yeah, actually, I just recently followed him on Instagram, and he, he's a funny dude. He, he kind of reminds me of uh, Lamorne Morris, a.k.a. Winnie the Bish, a.k.a. Winston Bishop from New Girl. Um, have either one of you guys... I know Zach hasn't watched New Girl. Faraz, have you seen New Girl? I've actually never. I, I've been told to watch it, but I'm you guys, that is one of my favorite shows of all time. All right, I'll check it um, out. I know that that one funny dude's in it. I forgot his name. Uh, Max Greenfield, um, the one who has like a massive head. Same. He's got like a beard, like Jimmy Johnson or whatever. Oh, uh, Jake Johnson. Jake, Jake Johnson. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he plays Peter Parker in the uh, in uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he well in the uh, animated movies, the one with Miles Morales. Um, yeah. He uh, yeah he he voices Peter Parker. No, he, uh, honestly, New Girl is one. Actually, we should make this a New Girl podcast because it, <laughs> it is that is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Once Yo, you bro, guys, I could, I could go through the episodes and we just watch it and be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So I'm> like, <laughs> well, actually, you know what. Oh man. Okay. I'm officially making my opinion public on this. Um, there is an official rewatch podcast of new girl and it's hosted by, um, the main character, Jess, uh, AKA Zoe Deschanel, um, who you would know who that is. Uh, she, she was in so many movies. She was in elf. She was, uh, Jovi, um, the love interest for, for Will, Will Ferrell's character. Um, she was in 500 Days of Summer. Um, she is the sister of Bones, um, the the actress who plays the lead on the show Bones. Um, she's also the lead singer of a band called She and Him. Uh, I didn't they, know she was a singer. Wow. She's an incredible singer. Um, in fact, I've actually based one of my songs that I do for in in the Christmas albums. Um, they have an incredible Christmas album. It's, it's called the Christmas waltz. It's incredible. Okay. Absolutely incredible. I, got I love Zoe Deschanel. Love her new girl. I fucking hate her on the podcast. <laughs> really? She is miserable to listen to. Oh, and, man. and the thing is, is she, she talks over the other two people who are on the podcast who were also you know main characters on the show um and so she talks over them then she goes on these kind of you know nonsensical rants and then like when lamorne who plays winston who i think is like an rg3 he um 
he'll he'll make a joke like saying, "Oh, Zoe, you know you're so famous. Like you take like private jets and all this stuff." And like she is super famous. I mean, even you know anybody knows Zoe Deschanel, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm not." Blah blah blah. Like kind of downplaying herself, but like to a point where it's annoying. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I've you know I've been meaning to get the get this off my chest. The the new girl official podcast it's called welcome to our show for one and by the way the intro music is just unbelievably annoying (laughs) um don't listen to it but watch the show um (laughs) the show is unbelievable i got you don't listen to the podcast don't listen to the don't listen to the podcast i got you uh if you want a good rewatch podcast this will be the last thing i have to say about these um the always sunny uh podcast is incredible the cut that cut that cut that cut that. yeah cut that they, they're <laughs> fucking awesome um and the parks and rec rewatch oh, i don't podcast. know they had one it's called parks and recollection it oh, is that's a good name yeah it's it's one of the uh one of the writers um alan yang or yes alan yang or wang i can't remember off the top of my head um and then rob lowe uh who okay. plays chris who plays chris Traeger. yeah um and they are in, they're literally incredible. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, it, it is it is a great rewatch podcast. Um, yeah, so so definitely check those out. But um, sorry, I went off on that fucking bananas tangent there. Nah, you're good. Dude. Yeah, sorry. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about the draft? I feel like we kind of wrapped some things up. Uh, what were your thoughts on like the first couple picks? So, uh, Trayvon Walker being taken pick, you know, so we're all by the Jags. Did you see that coming at all? I thought it was going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. me. I can understand why, um, you know, he's sort of like raw. I I don't want to say raw, but like, you know what I mean? Like he, he was sort of, he, they put, they plugged them in everywhere in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Georgia's like, like how many players did Georgia get drafted? Like sixteen. It was crazy? an unreal amount. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I think Hutchinson was more of the safer pick, but you know, only time will tell. I don't know. Well, I think that uh, they, de- I think the Jags dodged a bullet. I don't think Hutchinson is going to be very good. Um, I think that he's, I, I was, I was all on his side until I watched Michigan play Georgia in the playoffs. And he was a non-factor, absolute non-factor. We'll see. Uh, He's going to the, I mean, both, both players are going to the, the the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Like in like, not even like close, like by far. Like, you know how a couple years ago, I mean, like, I may be a little bit biased, but, like, when the Colts and the Redskins at the time had the one and two pick where they picked Luck and RG3, the difference between one and three was nowhere near as far of a difference between one and three, like, now, or, like, one and four. Yeah. You know, the Jags and who picked fourth or I think the Jets are like even astronomically better than the Jaguars. And I think the one, two and three picks 
it's it's so bad. It's so bad. The Jaguars, the Lions, and the Texans are so bad. I'll tell you what, I did not see Stingley going that high. Oh, I did not see that either. That I texted Zach immediately. I was like, that's a fucking reach. That was crazy. I did not see that happening. I first of all, I thought Sauce is the best cornerback in the draft. You know, that's a whole discussion for another day. But still, I didn't see any, I didn't see, I did not see a cornerback going top three. No, me neither. That was pretty um, crazy. Yeah, it, it was. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave with my final thoughts here because I know Brent would stab us if we didn't say this. The Jets had a phenomenal draft. Yeah. They yeah, had a yeah. phenomenal draft. I've never, I, I've seen a lot of really good drafts. That was a really fucking good draft. Even going in the second, they got four, their first four picks all starters. A hundred percent. The Giants also had a really good fucking draft. Yeah, yeah. Also had a really good draft. Uh, the the New York teams did well. Um, did. With that said... I also think F- Baltimore had a pretty fucking good draft. Yeah, I'm so fucking mad about that, dude. Both of those guys were on my number one picks. It, I mean, for the commanders, not overall, clearly. Yeah. Um, but still, Kyle Hamilton, that's what, I can't lie, that sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Now he just goes down the beltway a bit. Just right down the oh, street. Yeah. Right down Jeez, the Louise. fucking street. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? No, man, I'm good. I think I think we yeah. Yeah, I feel, like, go, I feel so. like we we uh we kind of hit on all cylinders here. So thank you guys for tuning in to a, another episode of the guys who talk. Whoa, wait a second. Oh no, what is this? Who do we got here? We got the mojo man. He is stepping in. It's the who the fuck saw this coming welcome bud hey how you doing fellas sorry i do i do not have my mic set up i just wanted to make sure i came in uh last second i'm sorry i was on load management today you know feeling a little banged up trying to get healthy but how you fellas doing? How, was, how we doing tonight? What we've been he talking about? He was in the about? ice bath, dude. We've been good. We actually just threw a little bone to the to the to the Jets, so uh, we wanted to point right? out how great of a draft they had. Um, we were we were in the middle, and I mean the middle of closing things out. Is that right? Well, that, I came that in just right. in time. Yeah. If, if I can just say one thing, and then I'll let you finish it out with the Jets draft, because I know. With what I said last week when me and Faraz did the episode, I said, you can't pass up on Kayvon Thibodeau. When the Jets were up to pick and they, the Goodell walked up to the stand and he says, with the fourth pick, I swear to God, in my heart of hearts, I was, I was hoping, please say Sauce Gardner. Please say Sauce Gardner. And and then they drafted him, and I, I swear to God, I let out. I, I sounded like a little girl. I was so happy, overcome with joy. Well, I mean, and they didn't stop there. I mean, who who'd they who they go with their? What is it? Tenth. Uh, they went with Garrett Wilson, and then they made a a trade with the Tennessee Titans for number twenty six. And they got Jermaine Johnson, which blew me away because I really Jermaine. wanted Jermaine. I didn't think we'd get him. And then not only that, we Brees followed Hall. it up with Brees Hall in the second round. I am ecstatic. 
four for four, in my opinion. They knocked it out of the ballpark. I am so happy with everything that they're doing, and I, I'm actually optimistic for the first time in a long time. Well, tell me about the rest of the draft. So after four, so um, how, how do you feel about the rest of the draft? Because because us as Commanders fans, we were not stoked with one and two, but we were very happy with three all the way down to seven. So we got some. Uh, I, I don't want to call them prospects, but I, I want to say like uh, developmental players later in the draft. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was, I was very happy. I think Joe Douglas, you know, he, he had a rough go around his, his first draft class. That was the one where Makai Becton came out, you know, um, the one last year, I think he, he did a decent job. And I think this year he's, he's knocked it out of the ballpark and it seems like him and Robert Soller on the same page for everything. And, you know, with the Jermaine Johnson pick, when, when he started to fall, Robert Sala apparently was grabbing Joe Douglas by the arm and saying, we got to go get this guy. When he fell past, when he fell past, I think it was uh, the commanders or maybe the 12th pick, he was like, we got to go get this guy. We can't, we, we got to go get him. Yeah, we had, so, we, yeah, we, we skipped him out on, on 16. Yeah, so we took um, Brees Hall in the second, and then we took uh, Jeremy Rucker, a tight end from Ohio State. I honestly don't know too much about him. Um, we took an O lineman out of Louisiana, Max Mitchell. Don't know too much about him. Oh, either. I know a lot about Max Mitchell. You guys got a great fucking value. Did we I really? cannot believe. No, actually, that's a really. He he was actually in my top five. I think. Um, All right. He was a very very talented guy, especially out of a small school. I was really looking forward to him going pretty high i was i had him on my i think i had day two day three guy yeah. um yeah that's that's right around where he went yeah uh absolutely great value great value well that's that's great to hear we also got uh michael clemens out of texas a&m he's he's the one guy that i was thinking of this, this guy has potential to be very good um he he's he was drafted in the fourth round 117th overall and uh, I think the problem with him is he's got an injury history. So mm. I mean, if he can stay healthy and stay on the field, I think he can be very dynamic. But, you know, the, the best trait that a player can have is availability. Mm-hmm. The best ability is availability. Preach. Um, cool. So, Brent, that, unless you got any other quick points to make, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap some things up. Nah, man, I, I honestly, I, that was the one thing I wanted to make sure I said where right before the Jets pick, I knew deep down, I was like, please take Sauce Gardner. That was, that, that told me a lot about myself right there. But other than that, um, I don't, I don't think there's anything, anything else. Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, wrap it up. I just wanted to, you know, show my face, let my voice be heard to the audience members, let them know I still care about them. Shout out Anchor, shout out Compass Rose. Hey, let's go. All right. Give me one second. I'm pulling up my, uh, my, my good old question here. Brent, do you want to give us our walkout song here? Sure. All right. Well, that does it for another episode of the guys who talk about sports. Once again, this was episode 79. Please tune in next week for episode 80 guys. We're We are 20 episodes away from the centennial. Can't believe it. I'm so excited. Ooh, good point. Good point. We're in the YMC rare right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ooh, good point. We're going to have, so we're going to have, I, I think that we should, instead of like each of us name one player, I think we should get to the point of like, if you can't, like whoever like stops naming the players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I'm saturated. sure. All, yeah. I like that. You know, once again, this episode is brought to you on all platforms by the guys who talk about sports uh, by anchor, the best place to make a podcast guys. All you got to do is visit anchor.fm to get started. You know, you got to have a mic and an idea. That's really it. Also, this episode is brought to you by Compass Rose Brewery um, down in Raleigh, North Carolina. It is one of the best breweries in North Carolina with the biggest tap room in North Carolina. Uh, the beers are uh, awarded nationwide um changing the tap list damn near weekly uh the people in the back are cranking out incredible beer and the people up front are just slinging brews so uh make sure you guys stop by if you're in the raleigh north carolina area if you are not and you want a shipment sent to you um please go ahead and email production at compass rose com then you guys will be able to get a few brews to use um with that said thank you guys for tuning in uh we will be back next week as we always are with some incredible takes on some football incredible takes on the nhl playoffs speaking of which oh my god we didn't even fucking talk about the nhl the caps won last night four to two fuck yeah actually guys i've got a real quick little point to talk to you guys about I have a wager with another coworker of mine. Um, I told him, or I, 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 I sent up with a student of mine a packet that said, or that had a piece of paper in it, and it said, Mr. This Guy and Mr. This Guy are going to have a wager. If the Hurricanes go further in the playoffs, than the Capitals do. I have to wear a Canes jersey every Friday for the entire school year. Oh, man. And vice versa. Oh, my. Yeah. If the Caps go further, he'll have to wear one the entire school year. Holy holy moly. Yeah. That is so, that. I've, I've got his signature. I've got it posted up on the wall. I've got 25 copies of it. So if he tries to find it and rip it up, I've got another um just frame it who are the cast playing right now the florida panthers the panthers so and and we we made the rule that if if we go out the same round the same game it's going to be by goals so right now the hurricanes won five to one we won four to two so they're up by one okay um so right now if the playoffs were to end i would have to wear canes jersey that's Anyways, uh, folks, we're going to keep you updated on the, the NHL playoffs. And quite frankly, with, with the draft and with everything we had to talk about tonight, we just kind of got bogged down with time. But uh, to wrap things up, speaking of the draft, Brenton Faraz, I've got a question for y'all. What college football program has the most NFL draft picks of all time? Ohio State. 
Ohio State is number three. Brent, Ooh. if it Brent, if you get within uh I'll say 20, I'll give you this first round. So you need to tell me how many all-time picks Ohio State has had in the NFL draft. And I'll give you like give or take 20. So are we starting at the merger? Like um all time, or is this like like are we talking back to like the 30s? Give me a second. I, I don't know how long I'm I will tell you in just a second. This is this is as recent as it gets. So it is to this draft at the very least. Okay, unfortunately, it doesn't give me a uh, a state. Okay, so that's fine. Ballpark it. Okay. <sighs> All right. I'm gonna say five hundred and sixty. That's too much, Brent. That is too much. Ooh. Faraz, Brent, I'll tell you how much too much that is after Faraz gives us his guess. Gotcha. So, Faraz, first I'm going to ask you the program, and then I'm going to ask you the number. Alabama's got to be up there, right? I'm looking for number one. So, is Alabama your choice? Number one out of every college out there. I'm 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 gonna go with yeah I'm gonna go with Alabama. Okay. Alabama is number six all time. Faraz, ooh, Ouch. Why, don't, why don't you give me uh, your your overall or how many players have been picked from Alabama? Sixty nine, all time. 69 was this last this last year. Well, really? No, but that's a horrible okay. guess. <laughs> I was about to go 70 like shit. Right, guess better go, for us. <laughs> I'm going to go 221. Roz, that is a much better guess, but no. Um, the number one team, so I'll go down to eight since we had number six at Alabama. So uh, the number one, or you know, why don't I start from eight? Yeah, start for me. So, the number eight with 369 picks all time, Louisiana State University. LSU. Number seven with 375 picks all time, Pennsylvania State University. Penn State. At number six, as mentioned, the Alabama Crimson Tide have had 391 players drafted to the NFL number five with 392 just barely beating out Alabama is big blue Michigan wow. coming in at number five that would be my second guess Michigan really? number four with 409 picks overall in the NFL draft Oklahoma yeah Number right. three, 479, Ohio State. The Ohio State. Right, right. Okay, now that you guys have heard the names, I want you guys to give me another quick answer for number one and two. USC. Brent? 
Uh, quick answer. Oregon. Nope. USC is number two with 519. And with three more overall picks all time. Texas. The Fighting Irish. Notre Dame with 522 picks overall all time. And that does it for our college football programs with the most NFL draft picks of all time. Wow. Uh, I bombed this week. I've been doing so good on those. Yeah. Fighting Irish, really, dude? Well, think about it. I mean, I feel like that was the only football program forever. (laughs) Like, I mean, this is all time. That's a good point. Alabama didn't really recently get like good till like recently. Yeah, they, they they haven't become the juggernaut that they are until recently. Like I, w- I was thinking USC, but I didn't think that they were gonna be up there. Like yeah, that. number two. It's crazy. Well, I mean, they've been a juggernaut for years, and they're still putting out great talent. They're not good, but they're still putting out good talent. They might be good now. They're still like one of the number one recruits of wide receiver, right? We ain't that going nowhere. I think I'm ready to hold the baby now. It's the outro song. We <laughs> no, do I... this every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meant the uh, the, the the outro. Uh... Yeah, no. I... Okay, good. I, I I like the song. I should put that into. Uh, I should put that to music. You know what? I'm gonna do that. I gotta do that shit. Um, okay. We already started Sorry, to write the song. <laughs>